Welcome back to She Gets a Pod. Okay. She gets a pod because well, if you've been here, you know the story. Anyway, uh my name is Shan, aka Chantal. Okay. I'm not tall, I'm very short, five four to be exact. I'm from Philly by way of ATL currently. And I have two Jamaican parents, so there's that. I am a Gemini. I have two kids. I am a mother, an auntie, a sister, and I'm a, I'm a little weird, and that's okay. I'm a little quirky, and that's okay. Um, I have a big head, huge head, all right? Um, two great melons, uh, juicy, healthy Polly Pocket. And I'm just out here sharing, and I'm glad you're here. This is another season, season 22 to be exact. If you would like to find me, you can find me in the social streets at ShambiPodden. ShambiPodden.com is also my website. I do have creative books for podcasters, people who want to podcast or people who want to create content. You can find those books on Lulu.com, made by me. I also have five other podcasts outside of this one. If you go to shambypodden.com, you can see them all. All right. I appreciate you listening because you did not have to be here. I am an indie podcaster, meaning there is no team behind me. It is just me and me on this mic. Um, thank you for checking out last season. Last season was amazing. Thank you, Drake. Pod fam. My pod fam is still strong. We're going into another year. Let's go. Let's get into this episode. (laughs) It's so funny because in my mind, I wanted boys. I wanted boys. So I want to have to have a reason to tap into my soft side. I grew up with um, brothers always around me. Um, My friends that were girls, I could count on one hand because I never understood the cattiness, the needing to show how girly you are just because you're a girl. Um... I was always just jealous of the freedom my brothers had to not have to be in the kitchen or not have to sit a certain way, not have to cross their legs, not have to wear the layers of clothing I had to wear in order to look the part. So the first time I was pregnant, um... I wanted I wanted it to be a girl. I wanted it to be a boy so bad. Just so like I can have you know fun being rough and not having to be apologetic. Um just so you know we can have our dress down days together without any 
pushback from anybody. Just so, why are you dressing it in like that? Why don't you have them like this? What did you, when are you going to comb their hair? Like, oh my God, the hair part, the way my mother treated my hair growing up is like, if I had a sister, my hair would be it. Like my mom combed my hair every day. And growing up, my hair was very, 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 very long. And if we went to the salon, it was an all-day event on a Saturday. And I hated the process of it, but I loved having healthy hair and my hair being mine. I loved it, and I loved how much pride it gave my mom. But... When it became, like, my task in my 20s, I was just like, uh-uh. This hair is holding me back from feeling... <laughs> this hair is holding me back from tapping into my other deeper self. Um, I needed people to understand, like, my hair was not like, a staple of my identity. Um, I, d I don't want to be, oh, the the black girl with the long hair anymore. <laughs> like, I, di I didn't like the attention it got all the time. Um, so I started cutting my hair in my early 20s. But... <sighs> My first child was a girl, and Anya was such a beautiful, still is a beautiful girl. Um, I remember that last push, and she came out. Before I pushed her out, I told the doctor, do not put this baby on me. Clean her off first and bring her to me. Listen. I'm a mom, but I ain't that mom. <laughs> and she came out, and I didn't look at her, but I could look at my mom's face. She was in the labor room. There was so many doctors and nurses in there. Um, and they cleaned her off, and they brought her to me. I'm just like, oh, my God. It's over. I'm done. I don't have to push anymore. Oh, my God. Look. I actually have a human, and she belongs to me. And just seeing her, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Whose pink baby is this? <laughs> but I just remember seeing her, her fingers and her eyes. Like, she was so aware and vivid and... Um, after I had her, they, like, put me in another room, and that was the room I was going to stay in, and my mom made sure Anya was with us the whole time, and I just kept looking at her and watching her look around and her the way she moved her head was in slow motion. Her eyes was in slow motion. She was just taking it all in. I'm just like, wow. Wow. You was in there that whole time, you know? 
it's a very it's a very beautiful experience to um carry a child for that long feel a child in you which feels weird um deal with like complications through the process in the trimester and then have a human being outside of you that is a part of you and someone else it's it's it doesn't make you more of a woman to have a child but it taps into another level of someone you never knew you were and only giving birth to a child and to caring for that child you get to meet that next level of who you are whose horn is that and um we were in the other room and she was just stretched out and I was just rocking her with my thighs and I remember like putting her on my chest and she found my nipple. Like I know my nipples is big, okay? She found my nipple and the suction was automatic. Like I never needed like a lactation nurse or someone to teach me like Anya handled her business. I didn't need no help. I didn't even need the no help. My mom was just like ecstatic. Like her baby had a baby. And Anya was born on Thanksgiving in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. The hospital took such great care of me. I had the best nurse. She was so sweet. She always came in, gave me snacks, extra turkey sandwiches, because that's all I wanted. Um, I also remember being scared to poop because when you give birth, they want you to have a bowel movement before you could go home. And I remember lying and telling them I had a bowel movement, but I didn't want to go to the bathroom. I never wanted to sit on the toilet because I had stitches from the doctor cutting me because at the last minute he thought... Um, because Anya didn't want to come down that he was going to have to do a C-section. So he had cut me. So I was scared. My mom was showering me. Um, it's a very out of body. This is really happening. This is your life now experience. And it was very beautiful. And Anya was just like, She's like my little bestie, my little friend. I remember feeling so guilty having to leave her during the day to go to work and coming home late at night and just knowing like my mom and my friend was able to experience Anya while I'm at work, making sure I can do for her, making sure... She has what she needs because <sighs> um, it was me. It was my support system. I could never depend on her dad to 
support her in the way that he should. I still can't. (laughs) She's 10 and I still can't depend on that. So that's that too. I had to learn like you can't just have a kid because you feel like you could do it all because your child never just needs you. A child needs um, a supportive father and a supportive mom. Um, no matter what you think, there's not enough money. There's not enough time. Um, I don't care how great of a mother you think you are. Your child needs a father that's supportive and involved and at the same level you are in the capacity of parenting or better. And that's always going to be on me of not uh, picking the best father for Anya that I could. Um, I was making decisions based on emotion at that time and wanting to numb all this shit that didn't work in my favor you know the plans that didn't pan out the way I thought it would and I I was just in my fuck it mode um but she's here she's beautiful she's smart she's goofy she's intelligent she's sensitive um she'll be tall uh, she's artistic. Uh, she's very self-aware. She's into, like, bugs, like I used to be. Uh, she loves animals. Um, she's not really into sports, but if she was, she'd be probably great at volleyball or basketball. But that endurance, she doesn't have it. Um, just a really beautiful human being. Um, she, she just really fulfilled me in a way where I could focus in and I could block that outside need to feel appreciated or loved by someone and not have to second guess it. (laughs) And we just hung out all the time. Like, if I was going into Atlanta, she was coming. If I was going to the museum to see art, she was coming. And she just became, like, my buddy. If I was staying up all night, I would let her stay up all night. I never gave Anya bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) which is why she's like a night owl unless I send her to her bed for school but that's Anya with Ari oh my goodness I swore up and down Ari was gonna be a boy and when that nurse called me at work and she was like you really want to know what you're having I said yes and I'm so amped I had the um the registry all in unisex colored Light greens, light blues, yellows, okay? And she was like, you're having a girl. I said, 
I was pissed. I didn't want another girl. But at the same time, you know, it's so crazy. I was relieved. I was mad, but I was relieved that I wasn't having a black son that has to fight every day when he leaves his home. Like, it's, I, as a black person living in the United States, there's so much against you, you know, male or female. But as a black boy, just wanting to be comfortable in your skin to do the things that you like and the things that you want to do and just be yourself. It's just so much assumption that comes with your body and your skin and you thinking you can do X, Y, and Z. And I just, that that everyday pressure of having a, a, a black son in the United States, I didn't want to carry it. But I also wanted to see me in boy form. Um, but the creator makes no mistakes. Like, the creator knows what you need, and Anya's personality is very much me, minus the sensitivity um, and her caring what people think. Ari's personality is very sassy, girly, confident. I'm going to do what I want. She's She's my fashion side. She likes to get dressed a particular way. Her hair has to be presentable. Um, she likes to keep her shoes clean. Uh, she keeps track of her things. She's very organized. Um, she loves her dad. I was a dad's daddy's girl. Um, but because my dad was very much into his pride and his ego, I became uh, a girl's... A mom girl. Is that right? Um, because I felt like... Um, since I want to say since I was five or six, I had this overwhelming feeling that I needed to take care of my mom. Right? Um, it could be based on her health. It could have been based on her personality, where I saw at a very young age that her personality is very passive and I didn't like how people would get away with mistreating her or abusing her kindness um, and I caught on to that very young and so I always had this overwhelming feeling that I'm supposed to take care of her um, and Anya reminds me a lot of my mom and the foundational reason of why I had Anya was for my mom so I always say every once and again that Anya is my mom's baby because I wanted my mom to at least experience one child for me before she couldn't, you know. Um, my mom is still here. She's 71. Um, or 70, I can't remember. I think she's 71. Maybe I'm adding another year on. I don't know. But she's still here, and she was there for Anya's birth. She was there for Ari's birth. And, um, yeah, Ari is 
the girly girl. Ari reminds me that I have a soft side every day. Ari reminds me that it is cool to be me, but also remember, like, you're a woman and you deserve. She Gets a Podcast will be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's early in the year. Christmas is done. Happy New Year's were said. We heard them, okay? But how do you feel? It's tax time and frustration is on the rise all across the board. Layoffs are still happening and people have lost loved ones. And the way that life was being lived in 2023 is not what's happening at the beginning of this year. You just need some relief. But sometimes... Going out with friends or going out with family and talking to them is not help. It's not helping. And it's okay. Sometimes you need to find a way to climb out of your thoughts in a positive way. If you need professional help, try BetterHelp. They will work right with you. Contact www.betterhelp.com slash she gets it. You can get started today with 10% off your first month with BetterHelp to get the relief you need to be your best self again. Do not sit in those thoughts. Get the help you need today. Now back to the show. To have this, you deserve to relax. You deserve to be cute. You know, you deserve to, you know, have like this girl back, backing that you supported. Um. <coughs> Sorry. Um, if you would like to support this podcast, um, especially the fact that I did a whole episode for y'all and I'm sick, um, you can on shimbypodding.com. There's a link in the show notes, and um, you can find the She Gets It shop with Teespring, buy you some merch. You get something, I get something. It's all G. Either way, we're going to be great. Please leave a review and share it and learn something and take it with you. Oh, my goodness. I got to take some drugs. I love that and I love her but it's just so funny our person our personalities when she was first born well the whole pregnancy she was I was miserable um I was depressed I was frustrated I was grieving and I couldn't grieve how I wanted to because I was carrying a baby and Ari got all that energy her dad was depressed um he didn't say one word to me during the delivery, but he was in the room. It was kind of like he was like this overseer watching me, looking at my body and looking at what the doctors were doing. But he never like was by my side. He was sitting like far away from me in the room, kind of like he was upset that this is actually happening and he had to be there. And That was a vibe he was giving me. Um, a year and a half later, he did apologize. 
about his attitude during that process. But I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're a father and you have a child that's coming, figure out a way to be there for the labor and be supportive, Um, especially if the woman that's carrying your child is a black woman because we have the highest rate of um, mortality deaths uh, during labor. And um, I didn't enjoy the labor process there because my original doctor wasn't there to deliver my baby. Some other woman that I did not like at the OBGYN office delivered my baby and she wasn't listening to me about how I was feeling. Um, But he was there, but he wasn't supportive um, with me. And it's so crazy. Like, I've known Ari's dad since I was 18. I am 36. And our relationship has really been um, very off and on. And I'm not just talking romantically. Like, there was years where we didn't speak. Um, You know, but we were very close. Like, if I died tomorrow and somebody had to write my story, he knows everything. When I say everything, everything. Okay? Um, But I think we both knew our relationship should have never happened. But out of my naiveness and him being seven years older than I am and me thinking the potential of this is is what I need to have faith in and not what's actually going on dragged it out further than it needed to. Um, but yeah, we have a daughter. She's six, she's smart, she's beautiful. Both of my girls are honor roll kids, just like I was. Um, I was on the honor roll all the way to high school, you know? Um, and, and and that's my whole thing. Like, I know my daughters are beautiful, but I don't want them to just focus on prioritizing their beauty first. I want them to focus on their intelligence and what, fulfills them in their mind and to be great in that because their beauty that's not in their control like me and their dad did that uh genetics did that but the way that you can continue that beauty is by being a kind intelligent wise person and um being very picky with who you're around, friends, um, family, or romantic when they get older. And even though I'm single and I don't live with a man, their fathers don't live with me, I take moments to explain to them, like, having a partner or being married and having someone to help you do X, Y, and Z is beneficial, but you have to pick the right person. Um, I explained to them how it was like growing up with my mom and my dad, how it was like growing up with just my mom. Um, 
when I'm trying to help both of them at the same time with homework, I explain to them that, you know, this is a struggle that you may um, have if you have kids and you don't have the proper support or you don't have the dad um, with you in a healthy relationship. I explain that to them because I don't want them to grow up thinking, oh, I'm going to be like my mom and just have my own house and never need a man because I could do it all because I saw my mom do it all. No, I let them know like those days or those moments when I'm frustrated and I would love some help. You know, I let them know like I can't duplicate myself. So if I go to Ari's thing, I can't guarantee that I could take off to go to your thing, you know. If I take off early, I'm going to get less money because I'm taking off early. But I want to support you in your thing. Like, I let them know where I sacrifice. Not all the time, but at moments where I feel like they're not appreciating the effort I'm putting in. Um, And I don't do it to make them feel bad. I do it to make them be aware that when people show up for you, when people um, show you effort and when people uh, consider your feelings or something you need instead of what they want to do, you got to appreciate that. You got to show gratitude. Um, I don't want to have very entitled, selfish, um, self-absorbed daughters. And I don't want them to go into the world thinking just because my dad did X, Y, and Z, you have to do the X, Y, and Z. Or because my mom did this, I have to do this. Like, I want them to be their own individual people, but I want them to be beautiful from the inside out. A lot of people today focus on being beautiful from the outside only. And that's a problem, you know? Um, your personality can make you uglier than your appearance. And I wish more people would understand that, but that's neither there nor here. But, yeah, I think um, just having, like, an overwhelming feeling of peace and love and just knowing, like, if I need a hug, I could wake up. And go hug my girls if I need to tell someone that I love them. Um, I could tell them and know, like, it's not in vain. Or I could feel the love that they have for me back when they say it, especially if they say it randomly. I'm not a very much, okay, we say I love you now, and we going to say I love you when we do this, and we do it every day at the same time. I'm not that. I appreciate the um, random I loves you more so than the, okay, the phone call has ended. This is what we say once, you know? Um, it's just It's just very gambly. I know that's not a word, but it's a word right now. To (sighs) hear someone like an adult or a man tell me that they love me um, romantically or 
affection-wise and the way that they love me is not the love. It's not how I want to be loved. So to me, it it, it feels like um, it's just being said to be said. Um, the way that their love shows up in my life is not... I feel like it's nice to know, but as far as, like, fulfilling me, it doesn't. Um, The older you get, the way that you need to be loved is a love that's going to fulfill you. Someone just telling you they love you, but not fulfilling the way that you need to be loved is empty. And... um, I just find myself getting to a point where I'll say, not to be mean, but I'll just, like, be like, you don't have to say that. I know. Because me knowing, like, the way that they care for me, they care, is easier to digest than someone keeps saying, I love you, as if it's supposed to do something within me, you know? I don't know how to explain it, but um, being a mom is very rewarding. Um, Every woman doesn't get to experience being a mom. Uh, Being a mother is not for everybody. If you would have asked me in college, are you going to have kids? I would have told you probably not. (laughs) Um... If you would have asked me as a teenager if I wanted kids, I would have told you absolutely not. Because my mom always had kids around and there was always people in my house. And I've never not lived with someone. Ever. Okay? Elementary school, middle school, high school, college. Um, After college, I've lived with somebody. I didn't... (laughs) I can't even say... After I had a kid, like, my mom lived with me. Uh, Anya lived with me. Ari lives with me. Like, I've never not lived. I've never experienced living alone. And I want to experience that. And you know how people be like, you know what? You're in your mid-30s. It's time for you to start taking dating seriously and start to look for a partner. I'm more excited about experiencing my place by myself more so than finding a companion to build with for the rest of my life. And I don't know if that's going to change. It's going to take a very um, interesting man to change that. Um, If that's in my future, it is in my future. If it's not, then it's not. But I'm not settling for nothing less than what I need. I don't want no any man to see me and be like, oh, she will do, or that's fine. No, don't that's fine me. If I'm not what you want, leave me alone. Go about your business. Go for who you need or who you desire. I'm, I don't want a whole place for nobody that's not really trying to build with me and share space with me and respect me. And love me the way that I need to be loved. And I don't want a man to 
think the sun shines out on my butt cheeks. And I don't feel like that about him either. I feel like whoever I'm with, it needs to be reciprocated. Like, you would do backflips for me. I want to be able to do backflips for the person that wants to do that for me. And so, um, and I want my daughters to see me being loved correctly. I want my daughters to see me with a man who's not scared to show his love for me or be affectionate with me or um, respect me so my daughters know what type of relationship to give their energy to or where to start, you know? I don't ever want my daughters to see me just dating random people or meeting random people and then they're never around anymore because I'm trying to figure it out. I really keep um, whoever I don't deem as uh, pivotal in my life, then they don't need to meet. They don't need to see him. He doesn't need to have a name. Um, it doesn't have to be known. I don't have to share. They don't need to come over for dinner. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to play house with nobody. I'm not trying to test a whole bunch of men out to see which one works. None of that. I just I just don't have the patience for it. But um, overly loved I am. Um, I'm happy things... Uh, happened the way that they happened so I can experience motherhood. Uh, I don't know where I would be if I wasn't a mom. Uh, I always try to imagine um, what it would be like to have kids with someone different in my past, and it'll just be a whole different set of problems. (laughs) And I'm glad I stopped having children when I did, too. I think that's something big that a lot of people don't think about. But you should, if you feel like you don't have the capacity to take on another child, stop thinking you have to have another kid because your family wants you to have another kid or the person you're with wants you to have. That's your body. You will always be a mom. Um, And every child deserves to have... Um, a fair level of opportunity to be loved and taken care of and guided the right way. And if you feel like you don't have the capacities to add another child into your family and do that, then don't. And um, my fifth relationship, I, I told them, I said, hey, if we don't work, um, taking everything out and I'm not having any more kids and I'm going to be single for a very long time and when I broke up with him the second time (laughs) and I was done I I made my appointment to get a tubal ligation I want to say that's what it's called and I took everything out you know what I'm saying I'm very serious about not having any more biological children um, because I don't want to take that gamble of having another child with a man who 
really not trying to be there like I believe a man should. I don't want to give let no more. It's not for me. I think two is good. I think these girls are going to be amazing people. I just want to keep them safe. Um, I want to keep them mentally engaged and just focused. And I think that's enough for me. Um, any man in my future, he would be a father already. One kid, two kid, or three kid, or more kid. But he would be taking care of those kids. And if we build together, we build together. And that's just how it's going to look. Like, I don't have an issue with blended, but... Nah, I can't. I can't see myself with a man who doesn't have a fatherly mind. It's just, it's just lopsided. I need you to understand why I'm exhausted. <laughs> but yeah, um, y'all just getting another level inside of what, what, what I'm about. But yeah, I love my kids. I love being a mom. But it's a lot of work. Um, but it's very rewarding. It's, it's the best investment um, that I've ever done, you know? So treasure it. If you are a mom, treasure it. If you're a father, treasure it. Not a lot of people get to experience that. And make sure you are picky about who you become a parent with, that part too, because that matters a lot troubleshooting <laughs> thank you for checking out she is a pod peace